a new true crime podcast from the team behind Up and Vanished. In 2016, adventurer Justin Alexander was invited on a trek by an Indian holy man. They headed to a spiritual ground in the Himalayan mountains, a place beyond civilization. The holy man returned and said nothing, but Justin was never seen again. What happened to him? Dive into our investigation in Status Untraced. Available now. Listen for free on Spotify. Today is Friday, September 25th, 2020. On this day in 2018, Judge Stephen O'Neill sentenced Bill Cosby to up to 10 years in prison for the sexual assault of Andrea Constand. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the conviction of comedian Bill Cosby for sexual assault. Let's go back to a courtroom in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania on September 25, 2018, just before 2.10 p.m. Andrea Constand took a deep breath. For years, she lived with the nightmares, the shame, the fear that if she didn't speak up, another woman would suffer the same way. Now, thanks to her testimony, her rapist, Bill Cosby, would finally face justice. Janice Dickinson felt similarly on edge. On the stand, she described the way Cosby had assaulted her, reliving her pain in front of the judge and jury. She hoped it hadn't been for nothing. Another alleged victim and witness, Shalane Lasha, tried to keep her anxiety in check. So did Janice Baker Kinsey and Lisa Lott Lublin and Heidi Thomas. Meanwhile, countless accusers who'd never been called to court watched the updates on TV and the web. Model Pamela Abeda, actress Lily Bernard, comedy club manager Joyce Emmons, model Lisa Christie. In total, 60 women alleged that Bill Cosby had groped, drugged, or sexually assaulted them. All waited with bated breath to hear whether their attacker would be sent to prison. When the time for sentencing came, Judge Stephen O'Neill entered the courtroom. Everyone rose, then sat again. The officiant offered Cosby the chance to speak, but for once, the comedian had nothing to say. O'Neill opened by discussing his own feelings on the case. He said, Mr. Cosby, this has all circled back to you. The day has come. The time has come. Fallen angels suffer most. Then the judge delivered his ruling. Three to ten years in prison, plus a $25,000 fine. At the pronouncement, Janice Dickinson's heart raced. Nothing could undo the harm Cosby had caused, but she was thrilled to know that he would end up behind bars. After 32 years of suffering, Shalane Lasha finally tasted closure. Another accuser, Kathy McKee, 
fought a confusing and contradictory wave of emotion that welled up inside her. More than anything else, she felt gratitude to Andrea Constand for standing up and fighting for all those who were abused. While his victims celebrated, Cosby leaned back. He gazed upward, possibly offering a silent prayer. Maybe he mused over his coming life in prison. Perhaps he wondered how he'd sunk so low. But for Constand and the other women, Cosby's reaction didn't matter. This wasn't his story anymore. They flooded out of the courtroom. One by one, they paused on the steps outside to give statements to the press. They spoke on the wave of accountability that was sweeping through Hollywood. Throughout the entertainment industry, women were rising up to seize their power. But they couldn't celebrate their victory for too long. Cosby's trial was just the first battle of the Me Too movement. The war against sexual harassment and rape culture had only begun. Up next, we'll discuss Bill Cosby's crimes and the campaign that took him down. Hey listeners, I want to take a quick moment to introduce you to the newest ParCast original on the block. It's called Incredible Feats, and it's a short weekday show hosted by comedian Dan Cummins. Every weekday, Dan shares a true account of physical strength, mental focus, or genuine bizarre behavior, going behind the scenes and into the achievements of world-class athletes like Dean Carnassus, who once ran for nearly 81 hours without stopping, and performance artists like Lucky Diamond Rich, who boasts layers of tattoos in the most unlikely places, and even everyday people thrown into extraordinary circumstances, like Juliana Kopka, who was forced to survive alone in a rainforest for 11 days. Incredible Feats is offbeat entertainment that's sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, and always surprising. New episodes air daily, Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On September 25th, 2018, comedian Bill Cosby was sentenced to three to 10 years in prison. Although 60 women accused him, only one, Andrea Constand, filed charges within the statute of limitations. Her case shocked the world. To the public, Cosby didn't seem like a sexual predator. Once, he'd even been known as America's dad. In the 1980s, Cosby became famous for his affable stand-up comedy. On stage, he mused about the absurdities of parenting, sibling rivalries, and growing up. His wholesome routine eventually led to The Cosby Show, a hit sitcom loosely based on his own family. Cosby was beloved because he broke barriers. His role on I Spy made him the first black man to ever star in a TV drama series. But Cosby didn't draw attention to his race. He was decidedly nonpartisan, and that ensured he had fans across the political spectrum. His success meant that young professionals flocked to him. Many young men and women sought him out as a mentor. He developed a fatherly relationship with Andrea Constand. She worked at his alma mater, Temple University. One day in January 2004, 
Constand visited 66-year-old Cosby in his home. Cosby said she seemed nervous. He gave her something to drink, calling it a relaxing herbal brew. Instead, the drugged beverage left Constand unable to fight or run away. While she was incapacitated, Cosby raped her. For months afterward, Constand grappled with feelings of shame and guilt, which are common after sexual assaults. Finally, about a year after the crime, she filed charges against Cosby, but the police chose not to pursue the case, citing a lack of evidence. Sadly, this was also a typical response. Only about a quarter of all rapes are ever reported to authorities, and only a fifth of those reports lead to an arrest. But on October 10, 2017, the discourse around sexual assault changed. It began with an expose in The New Yorker. Investigative reporter Ronan Farrow uncovered a culture of rapes, harassment, and cover-ups, all centered around movie producer Harvey Weinstein. A slew of other accusations followed. Actor Kevin Spacey was implicated, as was comedian Louis C.K., then executive producer Andrew Kreisberg, comedian-turned-senator Al Franken, and dozens more. While the so-called Me Too movement gained momentum, the Montgomery County Police Department reopened Constan's case. Thanks to the renewed pressure, Bill Cosby faced his accusers in 2017. But the trial ended with a hung jury. He returned to court in April of 2018. Cosby and his team complained that the accusations were racially motivated. His publicist, Andrew Wyatt, declared, this has been the most racist and sexist trial in the history of the United States. But Judge Stephen O'Neill wasn't sympathetic. After Cosby's guilty verdict, the judge could have sentenced him to house arrest. Instead, he sent Cosby to prison. When Cosby's lawyers protested that his verdict was too harsh, O'Neill replied, this was a serious crime. Perhaps O'Neill's animosity stemmed from the fact that the case wasn't only about Cosby. It was an indictment of the culture of rape and misogyny that permeated Hollywood. After Cosby's conviction, more followed. In February 2020, Harvey Weinstein was found guilty of third-degree rape and a first-degree criminal sexual act. More celebrities, including James Franco, Danny Masterson, and R. Kelly, are under investigation or are awaiting trial. But for Cosby, the story didn't end there. In June 2020, he won the right to an appeal. We don't know how his next trial will play out, but the stakes couldn't be higher. His judge and jury won't only deliberate on Cosby's guilt or innocence, they'll determine the fate of Hollywood's soul. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. To hear more about celebrities whose scandals destroyed their careers, be sure to check out Famous Fates Falls from Grace on Spotify. 
Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Angela Jorgensen, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hey, ParCasters, don't forget to check out the brand new Spotify original from ParCast, Incredible Feats. Join host Dan Cummins as he explores true accounts of weird, wonderful, and all-out wild achievements. New episodes premiere daily Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.